Cause it's Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? It is Howdy, folks, and welcome to another episode of The Best Friday Ever. I hope this is, in fact, your best Friday ever. And even if it's not the absolute best, I hope that this makes it pretty doggone good. i got to tell you all about something, and this is not a sponsor. This is nothing but something that I just I like, that I have discovered, and I want you to know about it. So you've probably heard me at some point talk about Four Sigmatic Chaga tea or chaga coffee mushroom coffee with lion's mane lion's mane has all sorts of incredible benefits not the least of which is focus and i thought well i'm about to go crush an episode of the best friday ever and i'm going to film this one this one's actually going to be on the youtube channel so if you're watching on the youtube channel please click subscribe and like i'm grateful for you tuning in and being here but i thought well i need a little extra focus this is different you know, they're, they're going to see me. I got to brush my hair for this and stuff. And so I went ahead and poured myself a cup of hot lion's mane rhodiola tea. Now, I have never tried rhodiola tea until this week. And I got to tell you, it's pretty freaking fran- fantastic. Friend, it's pretty freaking fantastic. Um, I found it at Natural Grocers. It's made by Ticino. So this is not my normal Four Sigmatic. And here's a little secret. I don't like hot tea. I want to like it. It's so good for you. You should drink it. I do drink green matcha on occasion simply because it is good for you. But I really want to find some hot tea that I like. So I thought, well, and I want to stop drinking coffee during the day. Uh, There comes a point where I just, it's, I can tell I'm, the coffee has, it's not what I need to be drinking. And so I always drink it early in the morning, my black coffee while I'm still in a fasted state, but I wanted something hot to drink while I'm doing research, while I'm writing, while I'm doing the best Friday ever podcast. And so I thought, hmm, I'll give this a try. This stuff is fantastic. And here's the weird thing about it. So as you all know, I don't drink alcohol anymore. Haven't had a drop in over three years, but one of the things I do miss on occasion um, from my drinking days is a really, really good dark beer, okay? And one that I kind of liked back in the day was the Honey Brown. The, the It's kind of a sweet, dark beer. My sister-in-law loves that stuff. So if you ever run into Heather Wright, just buy her a Honey Brown and she's your friend for life. And that's kind of what this stuff tastes like. It, it reminds me of Honey Brown. So here, and, and so for those of you watching here, if you can see that, let's see, there we go, there we go. Did that at Natural Grocers. And here's all the stuff that's got in it. Here's all the good stuff. It's got carob pods. And I don't know what carob pods are. I guess that's the, is that maybe the thing that holds the, uh, the ingredients? I don't know, that's what it's got. But it's got some chicory root, some barley dates, which might, be where the hint of beer comes from, that barley in there, rose petals, 
Now, how nice is that? How would who wouldn't want to have a sip of rose petals to start their day? I'm going to take a sip at that. Mm, very nice, very nice. Uh, it has rhodiola root. Rhodiola root. Now, I don't know anything about rhodiola root. We're going to have to check that out to see what the health benefits are of that. Rhodiola rose, 300 milligrams of that. Lion's mane extract. We know lion's mane is good stuff. Um, and then some uh, mycelium blend, 300 milligrams of that. Figs and then natural rose flavor. So I highly recommend this stuff. It's lion's mane, rhodiola rose, made with organic lion's mane, prebiotic, acid-free, and caffeine-free. I really, uh, I enjoy it. I think it uh, it's good stuff. And so anyway, so let's, uh, let's get into it. All right, so as you all probably know, I am taking guitar lessons. Tim Woosley is my guitar instructor, and let me tell you something. I have the best guitar instructor in the world. He has not only been a great guitar instructor with a difficult and non-musically inclined student in this guy, but he's also become a friend. And it's just, I, I, the rewards of this podcast cannot be measured in, in dollars and cents. They are measured in the relationships, the friendships, and the knowledge that I get from, from all of the, the folks that come on the show, and as well as some of you listeners that I've become friends with through this podcast. And, and one of those benefits, that one of those friends and listeners, and, and now a participant of the Jason Wright Show is Tim Woosley. And he, for my birthday last week, sent me this book. There you can see it. Hero on a Mission by Donald Miller. Hero on a Mission. And it is fantastic. And and I'm actually, so, and here's what you did to me, Tim. I liked this book so much that I'm going back and I'm making some changes to the, um, to the six-week Vitruvian Challenge, which is my first coaching course that... I will be offering as part of an app that I'm about to launch. I've got my beta cohort put together, and we're about to launch that April 1. So if you're if you're a participant, you'll be receiving an email, and you'll find that out. But just if you happen to do April 1, that's when we're going to launch that. And for those of you who think you might want to go through a six-week uh, immersion of self-improvement, both from a, from a neurological standpoint, from health and wellness, a habit forming, all of this sort of thing, uh, discovering whether you have a fixed or a growth mindset. I think I've got a pretty cool curriculum as well as a fantastic delivery uh, platform for it. And I think I'm going to actually add a lot of things from Donald Miller's book into the six-week challenge. It is so good. And one of the greatest takeaways from this book was this. He was talking about why so many people get captivated by social media. And I do it to this day. You know, the guy that's always, you know, improve always and always and, you know, and write, trying to write books and writing the Vitruvian letter and seemingly has it all together and is and tries to put the phone away. And like right now, my phone is on focus. It will not ring. You know, I do, I'm getting, I get better and better at this. I, I do things like I set a timer for 15 minutes, but even with all of that infrastructure built around how I'm executing uh, on my daily habits, I will absolutely get sucked into the rabbit hole that is social media. And nothing gets me in like watching 
someone else live their adventure. And one of the things that Donald Miller talks about is that one of the reasons why people get so captivated by social media and scroll and scroll and scroll is because they get so busy watching other people live their adventure that they don't live their own. And I thought, wow, how true is that? We're watching other people. It's what reality TV is. I remember, gosh, there was this one summer about four or five years ago. I'm on an airplane, and I discover this show. I'm, I've watched, I've, it was, I was going back and forth to a, uh, an advisory client every week for a while. And so I had just, I had, had run the course of all the movie offerings that Delta had, right? And so I see this show called Southern Charm. Now, some of you have probably seen Southern Charm with Craig and, uh, Oh, what's the dude's name? Um, Shep Rose, and uh, there's another something Kroll. Uh, anyway, there's um, so I start watching Southern Charm, and I don't know what it is. It was literally I, I call it brain chewing gum. That's all it is. Watching these people live their lives that basically exist around sleeping till noon getting up, going to some cool little Charleston Bistro for lunch, and the biggest problem that they have is what they're going to wear to the latest charity ball. I mean, it's, you know, and look, they have. They have real problems and real lives that are off camera. I get it. I, I don't mean to make a lot of that, but the bottom line is they. it looked like a pretty fun life, and it sucked me in. I got to, I was like, oh, my Lord. And I wonder why. For the longest, I would wonder why did I get sucked into that? And at the time, I was so exhausted from the travel back and forth, and I was by myself. The girls were busy with their lives. I was pretty depressed, to be quite honest. I didn't like where I was in life and what I was doing. And so instead of going out and living my own adventure, I was watching their nightly adventures or whatever was going on. And so I've been guilty of it. We all, I think, unless you're, and, and if you're not, kudos if you don't get caught up in other people's adventures and you are too busy living your own then you've got it you're doing it right and so that is one of the things that I took from this book that I would love to pass along to you is if you find yourself just sucked into social media and just these this mind-numbing nonsense then by all means please please go try to figure out and live your own adventure. And stay tuned for the next six-week Vitruvian Challenge that I'm going to launch. I would love to have you all jump in and be a part of the app because of the, about the app that I'm having developed and, and go through this with me because that is one of the things that I think has completely changed my life is turning life into an adventure, creating things for the sheer joy of the challenge, not about money, not because a boss is making me do it, not because there's anything other than just wanting to make a creative moment, a challenge out of this thing that's life and and creating my own adventure and living my own adventure. It's been one of the most rewarding and beneficial things that I've done. And so I want to share that and pass that along to others. So be watching for the next Vitruvian Challenge. I'm actually going to be creating several courses within the app, so you will be able to check it out, and you'll be able to 
actually um, take uh, this one that I'm I'm really excited about is going to be on immune centric health. So uh, I have actually done a book review on the immunity code written by Joel Green. Joel Green has actually been on the podcast, and now Joel Green has become a friend and a mentor, and I am actually getting certified in Joel's immune-centric health course uh, so that I can bring that to others. It is truly remarkable, the discoveries that Joel has made over his 30-plus year career in health and wellness. Uh, he's He's a great uh, instructor and teacher and practitioner of the things. And he's he's found these great methodologies to create incredible gut health that impacts body fat percentage, that impacts reduction in inflammation, blood sugar management, uh, precancerous cell reduction, all these different things. So I'm really excited about that. So the, and there will be a coming up, you will be able to actually take a um, a course that to just dive into this so and I'm going to teach it and I can't wait to bring you guys that and so um, so I, I'm I'm looking forward to that so be watching for the uh, the uh, immune centric health course coming up. So yesterday I had the chance to sit down with my buddy Josh Tomlin, now a World Series champion. Played for the Atlanta Braves. He's a ten-year. Actually, I think this was his eleventh or twelfth season. I think I've uh, in the in the major leagues, and that's in the majors, in the bigs, in the show. He spent a total of around seventeen years uh, in professional baseball, from the farm system all the way to the pros. Got to sit down with him, and I I want you to be watching for that podcast because here's one of the things I speak of a lot. Uh, both I've written about it. I've talked about it on this podcast. A growth mindset might be one of the single most powerful things that one can ever develop. And you're listening to a guy who is a recovering fixed mindset guy. I am now, a, I'm all in, I have a growth mindset. And here's here's kind of just a, the basics of what's a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. A fixed mindset says that if I'm not good at something, then that's it. I'm just not good at something. I was not born to be good at a thing. I'm not smart. I can't run fast. I'm not a good athlete. A growth mindset that always tags on the at the end of that sentence, yet. I'm not good at this yet. Growth mindset people, they take on challenges. They have fun with a the challenge. They will turn anything into a game. A fixed mindset will avoid harsh challenges and hard challenges because if they fail, they identify with that failure as opposed to the growth mindset that says, if I fail at a challenge, that has nothing to do with me personally. It just means I wasn't good at it this time, but watch me come back and be better. Josh Tomlin will be the first guy to tell you he should never have been a major league pitcher, especially one for as long as he's been, and then to be a guy that was within a rain delay of winning the World Series with the with Cleveland, and then now goes on and is with my beloved, my team, the Atlanta Braves, he is now a world champion. He'll be the first to tell you he should have never been in that situation, but he is the epitome of a growth mindset. So we sat down and talked, and so be watching for that episode with Josh Tomlin. It's going to be a fantastic one, so it'll be coming up soon.
All right. So as you all know, I have a new book coming out called The Stone Chiseler. You can actually go out to Amazon.com. Wow. That lion's mane is kicking in. You can actually go out to Amazon.com and pre-order the Kindle version of The Stone Chiseler chiseler now if you're not that's 399 i think so you might as well have that just to have to travel with because it's going to be such a good book you're never going to want to leave without it you're going to have it on your kindle on your phone you're always going to want to have access to the stone chiseler now if you don't if you don't if you just want to wait because you're 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 somebody that only it's it's got to be paper form for you then fine no problem it's on its way that will be launched i believe march 5th which is my dad's birthday. So on my dad's birthday, you will be able to order the book as well as the audio version. And don't worry, it won't be my voice. I, there will be a, a professional audio reader reading to you, The Stone Chiseler. And you know what? I didn't tee this up, and I should have. Let me see. I think you all deserve to hear just a little bit of The Stone Chiseler. So let's see here. I think, I know I got some here. Let's see, I don't think I played it on Best Friday last week. But let's see here. Here's just a little taste of the Stone Chiseler. Each prisoner upon entering the Stoneyard facility is told he is now a chiseler. Whoever and whatever they were before entering its gates need be forgotten. They had now assumed the identity of the chiseler. With that, they marched together to a holding cell. It was here that the boy met the yardmaster for the first time. He came to the boy and gritted his teeth and said, Well, well, we have a pretty one here, don't we? The boy was in fact handsome. Like his father, he had a full head of hair, bronzed skin, and a taut physique. He stood a full inch taller than the yardmaster. The yardmaster was known to possess a raging jealousy of anyone taller than him, which was almost everyone. As was the case with all the men, he shaved the boy's head. He then shaved off whatever hair remained on the boy's body. This was not a matter of hygiene. It was meant to further reiterate the stripping of all that the prisoners were before they entered the stone yard. They were literally stripped down to nothing. Not even their names remained. You will no longer be called by your Christian name. You will be identified by either the stone chiseler or the crime for which you have been sent here. Each one of you is nothing more than a stone chiseler. The Stone Chiseler, now available for pre-order at Amazon.com. I do hope you'll check it out. Now, enjoy the show. Well, there it is. There's just a little piece. And yes, that was me reading that version. That's just a little promo that I did. And so uh, I hope you will check out The Stone Chiseler. I basically was inspired to write this book by Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning, where if you know anything about that book, it's essentially that there is meaning in all of all of life's instances, no matter what. And Viktor Frankl, he he was a, basically, he was captured during World War II and taken to the concentration camps. In fact, he was supposed to be killed. 
his wife and their unborn child, as well as the rest of the family, were all they were all separated from one another. His wife and unborn child were actually murdered by the Nazis. And after the war, he ended up actually returning to his former office and continuing his uh, practice and developing the idea of logotherapy, which logo means meaning. And Viktor Frankl, he throughout the time he was in the concentration camps, he actually studied how if people find meaning for their life in a moment, instead of this universal idea of the meaning of life, there is no one meaning of life. It's the meaning for your life in that moment. And he said, the, and one of the quotes, and I'm paraphrasing here, that, he's, that he, he says in the book and that he was most known for was the fact that when everything else is taken from you, the one thing that you will always have agency over is your attitude. And so in this book, The Stone Chiseler, uh, young Giovanni Cristiani, he's a young boy that has been put in the most dire and awful of circumstances and finds himself almost just it, it he had every reason based on the how the outside world might judge to uh, consider himself meaningless his life meaningless however with the help of a mentor an unsuspecting friend an eccentric um, artist that he that comes along and finds him he lets him know that there is still meaning to his life and the very stone that he's got that he's been you know sentenced to chisel upon for the rest of his life it might just be that it's not that stone that, that Giovanni's to chisel on, but actually it's his character and it's his man. So the outward boulder that he is uh, chiseling on pales in comparison to what he's chiseling on the inside of himself. So I do hope you will check out The Stone Chiseler. I'm very proud of it, and you can go pre-order it right now at Amazon.com. Well, I got to tell you, folks, I'm hungry, so I am going to call it a show. I hope that you absolutely have the best Friday ever, and go pre-order the Stone Chiseler. I'd really be grateful for that. Be watching for my episode with Josh Tomlin, learn about the growth mindset and the fixed mindset. Next week, it's going to be about Cowboys. Where does your beef come from? Where's the beef? I sit down with the shoemakers, the owners of Shoemaker Cattle. And then the following week, this is before Josh even comes up, you want to know about Kung Fu? Do you want to know about martial arts? I sit down with longtime Kung Fu master Brandon Jones. It's going to be great. And until then, go improve always and always. I am out.